0: It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by TaylorMade and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. And I'll be here inspiring you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning into Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. What a wonderful week of weather we just had, Wade. It has me in a fantastic mood this afternoon, if you couldn't guess. I'm glad you picked something to match my spirit for today's show. But first, I want to send out a special thank you to everyone who continues to be essential in caring for the sick and those in need. As we celebrate sports and pop culture this afternoon, let's keep being smart and wearing those masks. Before we get to today's guest, let's warm up with a little air drums. The Pro Show, oh, it's on. Although it's July, in many ways, the season just got started. And since many of us are just rounding our game into shape or visiting our first demo day experience of the year, I think it's time to make our gearheads happy. My equipment junkies. Today, we have our resident golf club guru with us. His name is John Heisey, and he's a writer for the wonderful website, Driving Range Heroes. John, welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. How are things with
1: the Driving Range Heroes crew? We're doing great. It's still golf season. It's the perfect sport to be out there and, and enjoying yourself. And it's fun to be able to talk to folks that are enthusiastic like we are.
0: Well, now for about four months over here in the Northeast, that we have had this uh, pandemic pause and all sorts of internet sites have gone through the roof as far as their numbers and interest. Um, mainly because you know, people just don't have a lot of other normal things to do. Um We love your website there at Driving Range Heroes. And how have you guys, have you guys seen an uptick? Are you feeling this uh, internet frenzy as well as
1: everybody else? I think we're getting the old internet hug a little bit more lately. Um, When the world drastically changed for us here, uh, there's maybe a bit of a blip. There's people that had a lot of other other things on their mind for a minute. But when you need that escape I know for me and probably for a guy like you, you want to go to golf and you want to read things that are exciting for you, see things that are exciting. You or not even get on the course and go play. So we've been going full blast, changed up a few things, added some podcast stuff, uh, testing our limits as blog nerds and website nerds to bring the most exciting stuff out there. So pretty steady, tons of optimism.
0: Well, I tell you, you guys are doing a tremendous job. That's why you're here because, you know, at the end of the day, as the golf season's kicking into shape, and of course, I would have loved to have done this back in like, you know, April, but we didn't have any golf back then. So it wasn't the appropriate time to do it. But now that people are out trying equipment and having fun playing golf, let's start with this. What kind of changes have you guys noticed in the equipment industry that maybe the casual observer hasn't seen? to, uh, during this period or during the spring, which is usually like a tremendous time of growth and sales. And, you know, they hit the West coast swing and then by the Florida swing, everybody knows the commercials by heart for the different brands. Yep. What are you guys seeing? Um, because there hasn't been all of that coverage.
1: I think it's all social media and digital and the way that these companies are adapting, you don't have your TV visibility. Like you did before. We missed the masters. We missed all those early season tournaments Where everybody, you know, you in the Northeast, me in the Midwest, we don't get to play all year. So when those things start coming up, we get excited. We want to run to our local shop and buy some stuff. You just don't see it as much. So what I saw a lot of the companies doing, whether it's the TaylorMades, the Callaways, the Pings, all the big names and even the smaller names, the engagement on social media, which is our niche, which gets us excited every day, they're crushing it. They're talking about different stories, different people, different things to help your game, to entice people, to, um, you know, it's all marketing in the end, but it gets people more engaging in the game of golf, which is really, really important.
0: Yeah, there uh, there's some significant marketing challenges that everybody was facing. But can you think of a couple examples? I mean, it really seemed like they got a lot of player buy-in as well. Yeah. I guess those guys had and gals had some free time as well. (laughs) Can you think of a couple of uh, um, examples where the TaylorMades and the Callaways and the Titleists of the world threw out something that you guys really thought was great?
1: Yeah, there's a couple that stand out. And and I'm partial to a couple companies, but I like them all. Um, The thing I really enjoyed was um, the big names over at TaylorMade, Tiger, Rombo, Rory, DJ, And all of the kind of inside look at watching them test, I thought those were really great, really interesting ads and spots. Mm -hmm. And like even Add Ricky as a a tailor made ball player, I think that's pretty cool. Um, Really cool ads there. And you look at what Phil does; his personality is so gigantic in the game, hitting bombs with the new Maverick. Um, If you, if they, what they've done great, I think is put. The average weekend person, which unfortunately it's me with my day job in that kind of experience. And I'm not going to say you feel like you're out there hitting those bombs alongside of Phil Mickelson, but I think that's just the kind of fun content that appeals to me. And I think they've done particularly well with those types of, of methods.
0: We're talking to John Heisey, and John is an internet blogger, and he writes for Driving Range Heroes. Uh, they talk about all things from travel to golf course architecture, but a majority of what they write about is equipment and covering the different manufacturers and what they're up to and their new product releases and doing reviews on products that are already released. We're, we're talking about the impact of these large companies during the pause that we all felt this past spring, and you know, there's no doubt that Phil is a leader. He He's definitely number one in the world on golf social media as far as creating storylines, etc. Y- you know, one of the ones I thought was kind of cool was that when they tailor made put together that hole in one challenge with uh, Eric Anders Lang, did you see the coverage of that that was on YouTube where they took Morikawa and DJ and all these different golfers and they had them hit whatever it was, 30 shots at about a wedge distance. Um, it, it's it's just really great. And I love what you touched upon there, how we were able to get to know these players just a little bit more, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about those experiences, about being kind of let behind the curtain to get to know these guys and some of what they do on the golf course?
1: I, I love it. Golf is such, such a game you can experience with a social setting. And if you're engaging with your favorite players, these folks are hilarious. They're witty. They're charming. Um, You know, they want to raise the stakes on the course a little bit too. And to go behind the curtain, like you said, and get to know their personalities. And, of course, not every player wants to or cares enough to do that. But I love that kind of stuff. The more I can hear from Phil Mickelson or from Rory or Tiger, of course, Um, Or even those, those other guys that maybe not our household names, like the, um, the Joel Damons, um, the Max Homas that are dominating Twitter, because they're super candid, like Christina Kim's another great follow, their personalities lead to, I I think, so much interesting stuff, interesting perspective in golf that I want to hear. I consume that as much as possible. A cool storyline with Christina Kim is that, you know, she now does broadcast
0: coverage for PGA Tour Live. And there's a person that, you know, she's a little bit of a polarizing subject. When she was on the LPGA Tour, you kind of either love her or hate her. But she's been really refreshing on the PGA Tour Live coverage, if you get that streaming through NBC. And, you know, I I do like her commentary a lot. I, I think she brings a lot to the table. You know, speaking of bringing a lot to the table. It seems like this year, where last year it was all the first-time winners. I think we had 14 first-time winners. We had two Monday qualifiers win. I mean, we had all these kind of really interesting kind of small dramas play out and storylines. But this year, it seems like the big guns are back in action. You know, and don't get me wrong. I know the Brendan Todds of the world exist, but Tigers already won this year. Rory, DJ. And and since we came back, it seems like bigger names are winning, guys that have won before with the big-name companies, right? So the saying is, talent overcomes adversity. What do you think about how the presentation has been since the PGA tours come back, who the winners are and who backs them and what that message has been like now that we're back in action versus the time of the pause?
1: That one's, that one's complicated. I think the PGA tour is doing very well. Our sport lends itself due to its outdoor and kind of individual nature to succeed. Um, We've got to be safe. We've got to be responsible and the sheer lack of distance and lack of contact with people, the the more difference, the lack of contact, it lets golf kind of do its thing 99% of the way compared to other contact sports, which who knows what's going to happen. Um, I think that the tour has been pushing for more of the personality development, which is great too. And I quite like these broadcasts without the old mashed potatoes and getting the holes in the background. Um, Light the candle. Hey, whatever they are, yeah, they can never come back and I'll be happy. So that would be great. Um, but you're still seeing, seeing gorgeous golf courses and the quality of the coverage of the actual players is just as good as it was before. So very positive towards that.
0: I want to dig in there for a second. So yeah. if you watch the playoff this past weekend, Justin Thomas makes the 50 footer, yep. right? And then there's a yell, but the camera's not on him. And you hear this yell, and it was almost kind of like, where did that come from? And then yeah. they showed him on video, and they said, oh, that was Justin or JT yelling. And then Morikawa makes the putt on top of him. And historically, all I can think about was Jack and about 10,000 people surrounding that green, how loud that, that would have been. Would that have made it any better? Would it have made it any more dramatic? I don't know. I mean, it, the drama was definitely there. These guys have been putting on a good show week in yep. and week out. What would you think about the fact that that kind of played out with no noise? How strange was that for you?
1: You know what? It, it's different, and that's fine. We, I'm very happy that this can go off as it is. So we're fortunate that we've got the memorial. We've got the workday last week. Um, is the excitement of a finish at Mir- Mirfield Village – appealing of course we're gonna get back to that we'll have those big crowds might be a little bit different but we're gonna have the tiger augusta roars come back embrace it for what it is we still get to see our favorites and the world-class players doing what they do best and i'm okay with it being a little bit different personally i don't know if everybody agrees with me but it's still awesome to see like the shots these guys are hitting the the long shot that drives the green, the more hill with him dominating last weekend and, and then not being able to find them the same exact golf course. Totally hilarious. Um, it's different now, but just fine by me.
0: Yeah. The fact that he won less than a week ago yeah. on the same golf course, and then he's struggling this week to make the cut. And I, I don't know what number he's at here today, but um, on a Friday afternoon, he's going to struggle to do it. And the golf course is playing tough. And the fact that it's playing that much different yeah. um, is, is kind of an, an interesting and exciting thing all together. And, you know, folks, you know what else is exciting is that we have Springdale Golf Live's resident equipment guru. And that man is John Heisey. And John is an internet blogger for Driving Range Heroes. One more thing I want to touch upon before we go into break here. The National Golf Foundation is telling us that more people are playing golf than ever before. And as we were coming out of the great reset that I like to call it. I had this theory that golf would be one of the first things that we would be able to do. And you touched upon this earlier when you said, you know, things are outdoors. Golf allows you kind of primarily by its nature to be socially distant. It makes sense that the PGA Tour was the first one to come back, but it also makes sense that Springdale Golf Club, where my members play, you know, that we were open and that golf was allowed and that people could do it in a safe manner. But these epic numbers of rounds, people are now, it's no longer just a theory of mine, that people are going to get more into golf. People are People are doing it. The National Golf Foundation said in May that rounds were up 6% nationwide. So that's like a, a 2 million plus number. What do you think about that? You know, Have the equipment companies felt the same surge? When you talk to your insiders, right? are they getting those types of sales that kind of are comparative to or run parallel next to these number of people that are playing?
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't have the exact numbers, but from what we're hearing that more people want new sticks and... If you get a great product coming out and you see it that Ricky or Rory or Tiger is using it, I don't care if it's 2020 or 2019 or whatever year, it's going to appeal to me. I want to try the latest and greatest, even though I've got, got a bag of my favorites too. Um, it sounds like the the retail world's doing pretty good, and hopefully that's a thing that considers, continues. Um, even seeing the courses, I played yesterday at 1130 at course it's usually pretty slow. And the place was jam-packed. One thing I loved about it is that it moved pretty quick, played in under four hours. And I think the people that are out there, they're enjoying their time. Um, They appreciate being out there, and they're doing it the right way, too.
0: Well, I've said this a couple times now on air, but, I mean, we we are showing record numbers of rounds against last year. And I had zero rounds in April. So folks are out. They're having a good time. Um, we had a bunch of demo days this past weekend. They were very well attended. There, there's just a lot of fever for golf here at the club. It's uh, it's a very cool thing. And you know what else is cool, folks, is that we have John Heisey here with us today. But, John, i got to ask you for a quick favor. I need our sponsors to uh, make their statements. So can you hold on for just a couple more minutes, and uh, we'll be back in just a second. Absolutely. All right, well folks, you know the drill. It's 3.16 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 of the jersey. Be back in a moment with more equipment insights from Driving Range Heroes. <laughs> The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit NJGolfFoundation.org. That's NJGolfFoundation.org. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920, the Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, the Jersey. There's a valuable lesson in today's show. I know we're talking cool clubs, but before you go computer crazy, go see your local PGA professional. He or she can provide a club fitting experience that will truly improve your game. If you don't know a PGA professional and you're a listener of this show, then come and have a Springdale day with us. We'll take first class care of you. After all, it can be easy to be tempted online. I know I will. stepping off the 10th tee box. Our golf balls are sitting in the fairway. John, let's get back to our discussion. It's time to break down the golf bag from top to bottom for what's best in 2020. And let's start with the money club, that putter. What do you like in 2020 for the flat sticks?
1: There's so many good options out there right now. Um, This is going to be a tough one for me. I've kept the same tailor-made Corza ghost putter that Justin Rose used in 2010 in the bag for 10 years. So um, the big names are always great. The Camerons, the Odysseys. TaylorMade always has great lines. Ping has always great lines. Very many options out there. It's such a personal thing.
0: Let's go wedges. We're going to work our way up through the bag here. volky has got the SM8 out. Uh, TaylorMade's got their milled grind. You guys do the testing. Give me the report.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there, too. These are always very personal preference. Um, The thing we've learned is that shaft really matters for a wedge at this point, too. Do you want something that's going to flight your ball higher or lower? Um, Many different options, whether you're going to choose the tried and true, true temper, Project X type thing, or if you want to go to KBS or you want to go to a different brand or even graphite, graphite in your wedges, which is pretty wild blasphemy. I know, right? uh, What (laughs) kind of world are we living in where graphite is a legitimate option for a wedge?
0: um, You know, what kind of world are we living in is is a pretty broad question these days. But I I think that if somebody was looking for a little more speed and they, they, you know, the wedge is one of the heaviest clubs in your bag. So adding graphite, I, I think is a primo idea and I'm glad you brought it up.
1: Yeah. The trick with that one is you don't always get a chance to Unless you're with a really good fitter that has a lot of options available to you, it's pretty typical to find a wedge shaft that's going to be one of the standards, a stock type thing. Um, That's what I'd love to see a little bit more advanced come these days. But the way things have been going, you're going to get those options if you really want them to, to be able to dial it in the way you want to go. But as far as the the brands out there right now, they're all so good. I I love the Callaway Jaws. I love the, the TaylorMade. Um, The high-toe wedge they released and I think approved upon this year um, adds so much versatility around the green. It's really, really great. And then the kind of mainstay, the the 800-pound gorilla, the Vokey wedge, absolutely phenomenal as well. This update from the previous couple years has been really, really good.
0: It's that they're all strong offerings. There's yeah. no doubt. And, you know, speaking of strong offerings, irons, they they tend to get a, as a category, they're getting stronger and stronger. And I don't only mean that by loft. I also mean that in that the performance of the irons has really kicked into gear in the last couple of years. What catches your eye in 2020?
1: There's been a couple of good ones. I'm I'm such a classic iron nerd. Um, I've actually bought a couple set of classic Mizuno irons. I got Several sets of MP 14s, some MP 32s that go back, I think I think the 14s were in the mid 90s and 2005 or six for the MP 32s that um, while they are great, while they were great, even advancing the technology within a blade or a player's, player's muscle back type club, um, the recent Mizuno offerings um, have been amazing. Um, If that's not the type of player or the type of iron you want to play, there's a more game improvement, which kind of is a bad word, almost. But you can get so many improvements and ease of use while still looking like a player's club. Um, Again, TaylorMade releases a variety of their iron for anyone. The Maverick series, whether it's the Max, the Standard, the Pro from Callaway, That brought in all the artificial intelligence. These supercomputers are testing out what works best. And I think each club face for the three iron, four iron on down has different characteristics that have been tested out. That's remarkable stuff. And that's, I think, where even something as simple as an iron, a forged piece of metal on the end of a stick is going to make it so much more fun for me and you.
0: So as I was talking about there with the lead in with irons, right in the last couple of years, that category has really had some wonderful advances. But if you go back six or seven years, the club that was really the game changer in the bag where companies were taking a lot of risks and, and, in R and D and coming up with some really good science was the fairway wood 2020 fairway woods. What do you think?
1: Yeah, there's a few standouts and I really love hitting the, the longer clubs, um, First in particular is probably the Callaway Maverick Max. It's combined all that artificial intelligence. This thing is impossible to miss. It's going to fly forever, high flight. So if you want to hit a 250-yard green that drops like a feather, you can definitely do it with that club. The newest release from TaylorMade, the Sim. Uh, Really like those two. If I look back to when I started playing golf, they had their V-Steel series. And they integrate a lot of the sole technology and design into those with some more modern materials and and tech into that too. Those are absolute rockets. Love those as well. But I also want to shout out Tour Edge. They've always been known as kind of a, a smaller, maybe more boutique type firm. And they've been doing some incredible designs lately with hybrids, with fairways. And the newest EXS-220s are... Rocket launching machines, but they're easy to hit, they're workable. Um, they even brought up a pro line too, which is a little bit more cared, catered to the better player. And a lot of the folks on the Champions Tour are using those. Very, very accessible to people, very value minded, but as good as anything out there.
0: I tell you, I have a lot of experience with that new sim, Fairway Wood. And that club, I put it in my bag in January and it had a mask on before COVID even showed up because that club was like stealing. Love I it. Was, uh, it was unbelievable and it still is to this day. I could hit that thing so far It is so good. It really brings a smile to my face. Every time I think about it, it's like my favorite club in the bag. Every time I hit it, I feel like Rory on the tee. And, you know, I don't hit it nearly as far, but the trajectory of the shot and that nice tight draw and it just goes forever, uh, it's just a lot of fun. And and fairway woods can be like that, you know, because you hit them off the tee and you also hit them off the ground. So they're versatile. A lot of times when you're hitting them, um, they're in situations where you're far from your target. So when you hit a good one, it feels very rewarding and they're great. But what can be more rewarding? Than a big booming drive. So if you're Phil, right, and you want yep. to drop some bombs, or you're Bryson, who yesterday out there Muirfield Village hit two drives, I think over 400 yards, and no big whatever deal it is, <laughs> whatever it is, he's up to, right? Uh, driver category, real quick. Let's touch on that.
1: Yep, I'm I'm in the Maverick Sub Zero right now, and that's probably my favorite big stick since the classic vintage Taylor Made R5 TP the the big names do great here ping is also a huge leader they've got a few different varieties if you need a low spin if you need a draw face driver or if you're good with it more of a standard thing they make wonderful things cobra's really done great things over the last few years with their newest release um, we've been testing that as well there's a couple of reviews on our site for it so pre-plug potentially but if you want to learn more about the new cobra Fairway and driver releases. We've looked at those as well, and then of course Titleist. I'm hoping they're going to be coming up with something fresh over the next couple months. Here, I think this is very close to their cycle, and I played a lot of Titleist drivers in the past too. Had a lot, of, a lot of chances to, to test those out, and excited to see what might be, be coming up. But again, everybody makes really good stuff. It's what fits your eye. It's what shaft works with you too. Even more important in a driver, but so many good options.
0: There are a lot of good options, but when it comes to our resident equipment guru, there's no better option than John Heisey. And we have him here today. So, folks, if you're just joining us, we're so happy to have the man from Driving Range Heroes, the Internet Sensation blog covering equipment, travel, architecture, golf, all sorts of things. Now, you've been on the show before. Love to have you on at least once a year just to talk about equipment and what's going on in the world. So you've been through the Springdale Golf Live rapid fire q a once before and you know that was a little bit more on a personal side kind of outside the golf realm but since we're doing a little equipment fun today and report for all of my listeners i thought i would do a little bit more of a golf related driving range heroes dun 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 version of rapid fire q a you up for this john i'm up for this let's go let's all right here we go we'll see how you do who has the fastest driver face for ball speed oh my god taylor in the past couple of years, what has made a bigger impact on equipment, the club head or the shaft?
1: Shaft. Music on the golf course, yes or no? Depends. If it's good, yes. If it's not good, turn it off. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Disclaimer there. All right. Favorite club in your bag? Putter. Do you wear hats or visors?
1: I bought Abandoned Dude's bucket hat bucket. last visit, and it keeps the sun off my face, and I love it.
0: You know, keeping the sun, you know, yeah. quick PSA here, keeping the sun off the tops of your ears is extremely important as well. Good choice with the bucket. Bucket hat all day. Golf training aid you use the most? Uh, super speed. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, a lot of, a lot of teachers have been all over that super speed and they're getting like Bryson gains. So yep. uh good, good plug there. Great answer. If you could have lunch with one golf executive, who would it be?
1: Ooh, this one's a tough one. Um, it would probably be the president of the RNA. That's who I would do. The president yeah. of the RNA. All St. Right. Andrews is my favorite place on the planet. And I would okay. want to know everything that that person could tell me.
0: All right. Well, Wade, you know, Fox Sports guys, let's look up that guy's name and, yeah. and get a lunch date for John. Favorite halfway house item? Hot dog and a Narva Palmer. Standard. Classic. Traditional. Yes, sir. Love it. Is your name on your golf bag? No, it isn't. Well done. One more. When you hear the word innovation, what is the first golf product that comes to mind?
1: AI engineered Callaway Maverick. You know, going that
0: route with the AI, the artificial intelligence in order to develop better golf clubs through R&D. It's a pretty savvy move. And that's a great answer. But you know what, folks, you know, it's a great guest. And you know who's an innovator? The guys at Driving Range Heroes. John Heisey, can't thank you enough for taking the time today and coming
1: on the show. Sounds great. It's one of the most fun moments of the year. Talk to you soon.
0: And there we have it, folks. And y- yes, Wade, I see you. Okay, got to go quick. Well, before we get to Doug Gottlieb and my friends there at Fox Sports, we got to thank TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation. Of course, b Fairway & Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York, the brands we know as Summit Golf Brands, FH Wadsworth. My man, Wade Weiser, on the board. Springdale Board of Governors, thank you for your support. Of course, and Golf Management for all you do. Most importantly, my listeners. Right now, i got to run. I'm heading to Springdale. But well, where are you headed? Well, let the tower be your guide. And from Princeton to Murfield Village, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale Day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.